Welcome to the Televerse, streaming in place. Uh, hi, everybody, and welcome to Streaming in Place. The Televerse presents Streaming in Place or just Streaming in Place? We don't know yet, but this is Kay Kalzik, joined as ever by Noel Kirkpatrick, and very excited to be joined for this series by friend of the show, Alison Shoemaker. Hello. Uh, I'm, so, I'm so excited. We're going to have so much fun. It's going to be great. I'm stoked. <laughs> it's going to be a hell of a time. Let's see. First one. Got it. First one. Congratulations. The first <laughs> pun of the, of the podcast, the first pun of, of the episode. So we're going to try to keep these on the shorter side for us. So, you know, that'll be interesting to see how that goes. But um, as listeners to the television will know, I have seen all of Lucifer. Nolan Allison, you guys are new to Lucifer. So... Uh, this is your first time watching the pilot. And what did you think? Who wants to go first? Well, it was actually my first time watching this version of the pilot. Um, cause I've seen, I saw the original version before they t- brought in, um, um, Kevin Alejandro. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I saw the original version that had, uh, I think Nicholas Gonzalez in the Kevin Alejandro role. So I think that's the version I saw. And then this was, this was my first time seeing this, even though it's, basically the same they just reshot a couple of scenes um and i'm still struck by how both a competent this is but b how just sort of boring it is at the same time uh with oh he's 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 the devil and he's bored both in the afterlife theological discussion which is something much larger and but also in los angeles so he decides that he's going to solve crimes in a cop not a cop setup so good for him, I guess. So I think it's good. I think it coasts on Ellis a lot, um, which is fine. But it's it's just, it's very competent, but it's also still very boring, I think. Allison, how did you feel about this? Um, I mean, it it felt very much like um, like a pilot that needs to explain what it is before it can actually get to what it wants to do. Um, A lot like the Stumptown pilot, actually, which Mm -hmm. I am very much enjoying Stumptown um, and gave it a pretty lackluster review because the only episode that they provided for review was the pilot. So um, it reminded me a lot of that where it's like charismatic lead that you obviously want to watch. So you're rooting for it in general and you get what the formula is and are sort of into the idea of the format, but then you have to go through and like put all of the different pieces in place um, in order to get there. And I'm first of all, not sure that you actually need to do that all the time. And second, I agree that it makes this, it's a little bit dull, but I still enjoyed it very much because Ellis is so good. Um, So in that respect, it was everything I wanted it to be because that's really the reason I'm interested. I'm 100% here because of his cameo in Crisis on Infinite Earths. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's why, so. Okay, interesting. So you guys weren't more tepid on it than I was, even the first time, well, not the, the second time Not I the first it. time you watched f- it, no. Well, okay. First time. <laughs> Can you guys see what I was seeing, though, the first time I watched it, when I'm like, I don't know this show, I don't know these characters, I don't know this showrunner, all right? And I'm just like, okay, so we introduce a cop, and like five seconds later, we're sexualizing her, and, uh, you know, trying to make, throw her off kilter by referencing her sexuality and her body in a way that if I don't already like Lucifer, which the first time I watched the pilot, I didn't like him yet. They hadn't won me over yet. And so I was like, well, you're creepy and a jerk and trying to 
demean her. So I don't like you. Um, now that I've seen more of it, I'm like, oh, no, no, he's, he's not actually trying to do that. But like, well, the first time I watched the pilot, they had not earned that for, for me yet. Um, and, and also with uh, Dr. Linda, too. And so like, I had no reason. I just assumed the first time I watched the pilot, that Dr. Linda would be on the show just for this like episode to be a punchline and to show how special our female lead is. And I did not realize that she, no, no, she's a series regular. She's like in almost every episode and, and the, the devil going to therapy is going to be a big part of this show. And one of the more interesting parts of the show, in my opinion. So I don't know. I, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that, but like the first time I watched it, I was like, no, I don't need this. I'm good. I don't trust you, Fox. <laughs> um, so going back after having seen everything uh, or even the second time that I watched it, when I first you know, rediscovered or rechecked into the show, I was like, oh, okay. Actually, since I've been assured that, no, that's not the kind of show this is, I'm super on board. And I think, like, right away from the beginning, the energy, you know, you guys have both mentioned Tom Ellis, he's super fun, right? Um, but the energy that they have for the whole show of, this is the show. We're gonna make stupid jokes, and we're gonna do do puns, and we're gonna, like, Lucifer is gonna be like, I was just, I was just having, uh, having sex with someone named Faith, huh? And it's like, that's, that's a groaner. It's like, yeah, we, we, we don't care. That's the kind of show this is. Um, and I'm just super on board for that. So I think a lot of the building blocks are here, even if it is incredibly piloty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, um, purposefully went into this, uh, knowing very little about it. Like once we decided we were doing this, I was like, well, I'm not gonna look it up now. So the, my knowledge of the series as a whole can be summed up by, I know Kate Kozik likes it. I know Latoya Ferguson likes it. Mm -hmm. uh, and I know that Tom Ellis is charming and hot. And that's like, and I think I maybe knew it was a procedural and that's about all I had. So uh, Dr. Linda being a series regular is news to me. Um, and I find that very interesting, but I also assumed it was like a one-off that she was just there and then gone. So um, yeah, I feel like, uh, I would be much more suspicious if I didn't have ringing endorsements from two people whose opinions I trust greatly. So, yeah, I'm sort of in the same boat of like, I know that this gets better. And I say air quotes because, again, I don't know like how long it takes to get to the point in which this is the show that people were very excited about. Um, since I think like the first season's about 13 episodes. Yeah, 13 episodes. And I'm just curious about how much of where, where it starts getting maybe inventive with its procedural beats is sort of my question. Because a lot of this is just Lucifer going to random places on basically a list of suspects going, did you do this? You didn't. Okay, I'm going to go to the next person then. And just slowly working through it. There's no clues. There's no real evidence until right at the end in the pilot. And then it's like, oh, everything came together because we saw the watch. And it's like, but that was, that was it. And I feel like you could have figured that out a lot sooner, but we needed to like go through the motions of showing off his, showing off how his power makes people uncomfortable or ruins a wedding, uh, which is delightful. Um, and that kind of a thing. So it just, it's not even like a very solid procedural like beat of we found a new clue. No, we just got the guy to tell us that he didn't do it and that we just went on to the next person. And that's just not good, um, but it looks good. It has 
all the b- structure bones of something good. But my thing with this, for at least what I'm going to be paying attention to, is how long does it take for a procedural case to be kind kind of become solid? Um, since that's kind of that's that's what I'm concerned with, at least until we get like a little deeper into the show. Okay, it's interesting for me that that didn't I didn't think to that. Uh, it, it worked for me better. Uh, I think just even maybe it's and also obviously I'm very forgiving the show because I already like the show. But um, like there's only so many connections that Lucifer has to Delilah, and so he goes to that first person who tells him the next person. For me, it worked. But also I think it's because he's not a cop. You I mean he's never a cop? But like right. he's really not a cop at the beginning, and so he's uh, just kind of wandering around. And for me. Lucifer wanders around and talks to different people and eventually, yay, there's finally evidence. I'm okay with that because I think you left out an important part, Noel, and that it's, he's a entertaining dick through most of that. So he's going around and interviewing people, but doing so, like, while he's doing so, being uh, cheeky and silly and uh, when people, you know, that when if you buy in, if you, the, when the audience thinks he deserves it, you know, or they deserve it, he, you know, threatens to drop a guy on a balcony and all these different things. And you, I can be okay with that morally because it's the devil. So, I mean, he's Lucifer. What do you expect? He's He could be so much worse. He's trying to be better. Just, you know, for a lark or something. Um, so, for me, all of those beats worked because of just the, the energy and the, the, you know, it's very thin. It's very, like, of course, we're going to team up because you happen to be on the ass with the squad and all these different, like, it's paper thin. But there's enough charm for me to, to have it work. Alison, how did you feel about the procedural beats? Because now I feel like a crazy person, even <laughs> though I still think that even something like Castle, which is another like concurrent example for this show of a cop, not a cop type of deal. The Castle at least had like a frame of reference as a mystery writer that it compelled him to see things. All, all Lucifer does is go talk to people and then make them confess. Sort of. Quasi sort of. Um, you know, it reminded me a little bit of what um, my maybe most disappointing uh, show of the moment from last year was, which is uh, Deception. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Compares favorably in that I think Deception might have actually worked if it was just more ridiculous mm-hmm. like if it was even flimsier somehow and instead they tried to be very serious and like ooh, what is magic and like what a giant mistake um here it's like i i don't know i sort of don't care mm-hmm. um like it it's it's all just an excuse to get the show started um so i don't so i guess i sort of don't care and i'm always interested when a procedural is just using it as an excuse to get to whatever the next thing is like i'm always very into that idea like again referencing stumptown certainly they care about the mysteries and they try to develop those characters and stumptown is very good at what it does um but really it's all an excuse to have a character study you know it's all an excuse to do like weird twisty stuff with this compelling character um so i don't know i mean i don't know which direction this is gonna head um although it certainly seems to have a much better sense of humor about itself than deception ever did uh but 
you know, I'm mostly, so I guess I'm willing to be pretty forgiving um, because I already know what the show is going to be if it's going right. to be a case of the week thing, right? Like we can just go ahead and fast forward to season two or whatever. And I'm, I'm good. I'm there. Oh, that's an option. I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> no, only with <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, do you guys have any thoughts on the characters and who, who, I mean, it's only the, been the first episode, but for me, I think when I connected with Lucifer is when we meet Trixie and I was like, oh, okay. First of all, Trixie, you can stay. And second of all, Lu- now I like Lucifer more because he just tortured a child, which right is so super messed up, but this is where the show puts me. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. Trixie can stay, um, forever. Very cute kid uh you know honestly it's all still feels a little bit thin um but i was immediately so invested in what was going on with lucifer himself that i'm willing to forgive a lot of that like i feel like there are enough indications that the writers are interested in complex characters and interesting relationships that i'm willing to sort of go along for the ride um, I feel like I, this is coming off like I'm being way harder on the show than I mean to be because I really like I had a really good time watching it. Um, and most pilots at the end of them, you're like, mm. yeah, I mean, the goal of a pilot is to get me to want to watch the second episode. Mission accomplished. That's what I want to do. But in almost every regard, it's like, well, you know, it's not the soup isn't made yet. Um, so it seems like the soup isn't made yet with the characters either other than Lucifer, who I immediately was like, who are you? What's going on with you? What's your deal? I want well, that, like that's what? just his superpower though, working on you through the TV screen. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. With the the dark, whatever dark, curious energy or whatever it right. is. Right. Something yeah. weird. It's like, oh. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got that. Yeah, I think that cold open works surprisingly well. I, I like and approaching it more analytically, right? I think that's a really smart way to open your show where you're just going to show the personality of, of Lucifer and you're going to show how his powers work in a completely standalone benign kind of way, straightforward kind of way um, with like the, just the title cards. I think that's, you know, and he's the kind of person who listens or angel devil, whatever you want to call who listens to this kind of music and drives this kind of car and interacts with the cops in this kind of way even like the way like the ending when the cop wishes him good night there's like a level of i mean i think they you know didn't know the character well enough yet but it's like a like a level of disdain for the cop for being able to, to for for taking the bribe you know like there's an interesting for me level to to even just the way they end that scene that that i enjoyed um so i think it's a strong way to start the the character. Yeah, I think that that opening is effective enough. Um, I'm going forward, like, I'm curious about how the bench basically develops as well. So particularly like D.B. Woodside, when you get D.B. Woodside, I expect something more than what they did Harold Perrineau to do on Constantine, Mm -hmm. um, which is stand and look scary and threatening and ominous and but also grow wings every once in a while type of thing. And it's just like, maybe do something else. But as like his whole appearances are basically just like, you need to come back to hell because things are getting bad down here and also up here. So just come back, put the natural order thing in there to which I went, Oh, I really hope that we get like a larger explanation of like the natural order up 
in the celestial the spheres or however they're defining the, this realm um and like are we doing like a milton-esque sort of thing where it was a fall and a rebellion or was it just because it, it kind of plays like that but then it's not a natural order thing if he did something with agency to rebel it, that kind of a thing but so i'm curious about like the theological aspects of this as well um that i'm i know that they do not that they take a very long time to dig into i think <laughs> um from what i've been told because i my person is a very large fan of the show and we we're gonna watch the episodes together for this and i was just like so when do they get into this and she just kind of went not for a while when do they answer why he can't read chloe not for a very long time no and so there it's just is like, an answer <laughs> yeah there is an answer it's just going to take them a very long time to get there <laughs> and that's fine hopefully we aren't still doing a daily podcast <laughs> by the time right you know we'll see how it goes but uh but yes it is i for me it would have been reassuring to know yes they do have an answer it's just like like season three season four yeah. i don't whenever they finally get to it they do eventually it just takes a while yeah that's fine so did you guys have any final thoughts or any other things you wanted to touch on things you're enjoying things you're uncertain about so much time has passed since 2016 that that, like (laughs) listening to it made me feel like it was somehow from like the late 90s um which is not accurate like obviously it's in hd it looks amazing the musical selections were really great like i loved all the needle drops everything was good but something about it i was like wow what god when did this pilot film was it like 1999 no 2016 um The passage of time is a strange and frustrating beast, I guess. Yeah, I just, I really appreciate how tonally, at least, how whole it feels. Like all of the parts, even the pieces that feel a little bit thinner or more underdeveloped, it just, it felt fully realized, I guess. Like I understood exactly what the vibe was from moment one. And I think that is pretty impressive. Yeah, and I think a lot of that probably we can chalk up to to a certain degree to uh, Len Wiseman, who directs the pilot and was responsible for a chunk of like the Underworld franchise. Um, but he also directed like the pilots for like Sleepy Hollow, Hawaii Five O, uh, The Gifted, um, and Swamp Thing as well over on DC Universe. Um, so he's got a really good aesthetic, and I think his overall aesthetic works really well here and you can tell that there was that this was a good fit in terms of the kinds of things that we're going to do here it makes sense to get Wiseman to do them and I think that that sort of an approach particularly like with the slow-mo whenever uh, D.B. Woodside's Angel shows up uh, works really really well as sort of a key in sort of deal but then I was also just worried that Lucifer was going to get hit by a bus and who knows what happens with that, you know? Yeah, no, he doesn't yeah. get hit by a bus. But also, if he got hit by a bus, he'd be okay. So I shouldn't be that worried. Because he is immortal, as this as this episode keeps reminding me, like, aggressively reminding me. No, don't <laughs> worry. He's immortal. And it's just went, oh, you're going to take that away from him, aren't you? You're going to slowly take that all away from him, I bet. Do they do that, Kate? Do they slowly, like, take away his immortality? I'm not going to tell you. You have that's, a terrible poker face. They're definitely going to do it. I'm definitely playing poker with you. <laughs> <laughs> Kate, um, have you seen all of it, like, through the yeah. most recent season? Okay, yes. cool. And, and <laughs> greatly anticipating the upcoming fifth season on, on Netflix because 
they uh, ended the fourth season in a pretty epic way. This is a show that knows how to do its season finales. Um, and so each of the season finales is strong, but the, the last two are particularly uh, really, really good. Um, season three and season four had really strong finales. So I am very excited about what's going to be coming next. Um, yeah. Do we have any questions or things from Miss T and, and Nova? And dro- drop them in the chat if you guys have anything you want us to talk about. Otherwise, we'll we'll wrap up here, I, I guess. Um, but... Yeah, I'm excited. You know, the show that you talk about the tone, the show that I was and like how like it's just like 2016. Oh, yeah, that that is only four years ago. Um, But so it also feels like it can't have been that long ago. Well, also, it's forever ago. I was like, yeah, it was a different time. Um, But uh, the show that I started thinking about was actually Angel and just like the, the overlaps. And then complete disparity between mm-hmm. those two. It's like, let's do... Because I was thinking of the stylistic flourishes on Angel and how those immediately became instigated, uh, like, while the show was still going. And um, and just like, let's do Angel, but instead of brooding about everything, he really doesn't <laughs> care. And, and, like, there's also... There's layers, and we'll get to some brooding and some, you know, levels eventually. But mostly, he just is like, oh, but because you care about... I don't... I don't care about that. I'm going to leave now. <laughs> um, and it's just so much more fun. It's just such a different tone. Um, so that's sort of, you know, as I watch this time, I'm sure I'll be thinking about those details. Um, you see, yeah, we're going to do this Monday through Friday. We're going to take the weekends off currently. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But that's the plan right now. And and uh, just, yeah, just kind of see how it goes. I'm excited. It's going to be super fun. And we're also going to try to keep these short, like half hours. Me the too. plan. So I think that's that's for the best. <laughs> if only because Zoom makes us start over at forty minutes. <laughs> well, yeah, there's 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 that, but eh, we'll figure it out. I'll spring for the the bigger version when we get to the finale if we need more time to chat. But um, for now, I think let's wrap it up. So we'll be back here tomorrow. Yeah. To talk about episode two, which is I think, stay Lucifer, good dog. <laughs> Something like that is the name of the episode. Good Devil. Good Devil, Lucifer sorry. Stay Good Devil is, yeah. Awesome, yeah. can't wait. So yeah. that should be that should be super fun. Oh, you're Tanya. Hi, Tanya. Happy belated birthday. This is Tanya from Junkcast. I'm guessing, unless it's a different Tanya. But I think it's Tanya from Junkcast. And in which case, hi. I think it has to be, unless it's a different Tanya R. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. The internet's a big place, but yeah. Anyways, okay. We're going to keep talking if I keep doing that. So uh, so we'll wrap it up for today. And we'll see you guys all back here tomorrow. Hopefully tomorrow we'll have coffee. Uh, but everybody <laughs> go watch episode two and we'll chat about it then. Bye. 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 Thank you. Thank you.